So on this week's podcast, we're going on the run at the KVK. That's the Kerno Vertical Kilometer. So welcome everybody. This is Trevor Lee. This is the Running 44 at 60 podcast. This is episode number 119. And on Saturday, April the 15th, I took part in the KVK. I was supposed to take part in the KVK in 2022, but I got I got some sort of injury, I imagine, because I, I had a deferred place. So I think that'll be the only reason I deferred it. So everyone said, you know, this is going to be treacherous. It's going to be so hard. And it's it was. <laughs> but I must admit, 13 days prior to that, of course, I did the extra acts. And um, well, the extra acts was tough as well. So there were parts of the KVK that reminded me of the X to X, but I think there were some sections of the X to X that were actually harder than the KVK. But it was great, and the weather came out, and it was fantastic. So the way the KVK works, it started at Perrinporth Airfield, new start venue for this year for the event, which meant it was a little bit closer to 16 miles than, than 15, and you had two choices. You could do two laps of the course, um, same laps, same course, or you could do it as a relay of two. So I decided I was going to do the whole thing. I didn't realise that most of the other people who I knew were doing it were actually doing it as a relay. So there we go. So I, I felt quite good. I've, I've got a feeling I was one of the first few Truro Runner Club members home in the actual solo event. I don't think there were many of us actually in that. So so there we go. That was great. Um, so I recorded on the way round. And uh, yeah, <laughs> you'll actually hear. I had a great, had a great fun because it was a beautiful day. And uh, there was one point where there was a wedding going on. And just as I was going up a hill, their wedding party were coming down the hill. So there was a photographer. So somewhere out there, if anybody knows who's that wedding that was, there's probably a picture of me going back, running backwards up the hill with the wedding party coming down with my poles in the air and all that. So it'd be great if anybody can send me that picture. That would be amazing. And then we kind of did a loop and then we came back on ourselves and then I somehow timed it, so this was on the second lap, so that I then joined the wedding party walking up part of the path around the back of this establishment, and they were going up to a field at the top of this establishment for a hog roast, and they invited me to join them. <laughs> so that was great. And then when I was at the top, there was a guy there, a young lad, and he had a, he had a glass of pims for me as well, so it was amazing. So thanks very much for that. And um, yeah, so um, I did do a bit of interviewing on the run. So I had a handheld microphone, so you, you'll hear a few people, but not too many, mainly because everybody had gone. <laughs> and I was uh, kind of, you know, in, uh, there was one point in the second half, well, in the first half, actually, where I could see Lisa Tallinn from Newquay well ahead of me. And, and uh, yeah, there was no, I didn't feel as though there was anybody behind me. And um, so I didn't really have a lot of people to talk to in the second half. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I carry this uh, little lapel microphone, which I speak into, and somewhere on a hill in the second half, uh, I changed my cap. So I took off, while I was going up this hill, I took off my hydration vest, got my cap out, changed the cap, put the vest back on. And then when I put the vest back on, I realised I was nearly at the top of the hill at the point where Rachel Thompson was uh, marshalling and sending us onto a track off the top of the hill. I realised the little rabbit thing, as they call it, you know, the the muffler, which, uh, you know, really is marvellous for keeping the noise, the wind noise out of the microphone, had gone. So all I could imagine was that I'd knocked it off when I took the uh, hydration vest off. So I decided to go back down the hill to see if I could find it. And I got to almost the bottom of the hill and realised it wasn't there. I couldn't spot it. So it could have come off at any time. Then I had to go back up this hill again. (laughs) Anyway, it was all added to the fun, wasn't it? Anyway, it was great fun. Anyway, 
So enjoy the uh, KVK. If you've not done it before, then you should. Um, there's the, clearly was a lot of camping going on, I think. Anyway, have a look at the Freedom Racing website. And a big shout out to Jenny, uh, who's uh, Flapjack uh you know, was uh, at the aid station uh, two or three miles from the end of the first circuit. Well, I'm the second one because it was the same place, obviously. So uh, she was the uh, mother of Tom, uh, who organises freedom racing. So, uh, yeah, I tried to get the uh, recipe off her for a flapjack, but she, she was having none of it. It was a secret. So you'll hear that as well on the podcast as well. Now, just before you get into it, let's have a, I've got a few shout outs for listeners who've done extraordinary things recently or are about to. So, First of all, uh, Tom Larkin, who completed the trilateral 40K on April the 1st. There you go. Well done, Tom. But very impressively, Jacob Prothero. Now, Jacob uh, suffers from Crohn's disease. He came on the podcast last year to talk about his challenge for this year, which was to run the Manchester to Liverpool Ultra. I think it's around about 50 miles, I think. And he did it on April the 7th. So well done, Jacob. That's amazing. And then we've got a few listeners. Uh, Andrea, who would have hopefully completed the Hampton Court half by now, was a recent guest on the podcast. And coming up on the 26th of April, we've got Jan, who came on the podcast at The Running Show. She'll have heard her on the last episode. And she's going to be completing the Thames Ring 250 miler. So I say April the 26th, but I think it takes about four days. So we're looking forward to Jan coming back on that. And then Steve Perkins, he's off to the Isle of Wight at the end of April as well to do the Isle of Wight Ultra. As are Rob, Danny and Aidan. Aidan, a big listener to the podcast, so have a great time over there, fellas. I know you, one of you, is it's your birthday. It might be yours, Aidan, I can't remember. So have a, have a great time. And then, of course, Carrie and David. I've got the bridge coming up on May the 6th, so uh, we'll, we'll be getting them on the podcast after that. Right, so let's go over and enjoy the KVK. It was a great day. It was a great event. Uh, I really did enjoy it, and uh, I recommend you get yourself on the list for next year because it is great. And don't don't mess around with the relay. You've got to do this twice. You've got to do the solo, okay? Because when you've done the first lap, you think, oh, I want to do that again. (laughs) That's exactly how I felt. I was so pleased I did the solo and not the relay. So there we go. Enjoy, and uh, see you soon. Anyway, we're at the KVK. Um, up on Perrinporth Airfield, and it's a glorious day. Now, this is a 15-mile event, two laps of seven and a half miles, and it's meant to be really tough. It's called the KVK because it's the Kernow Vertical Kilometer, and you climb a thousand meters on the route. So, wow, that's nothing compared to X to Axe, so this will be a little... Anyway, <laughs> it's a beautiful day. It's the first really nice day we've had for blinking ages down here. So uh, there's a good field. I think there's about 180 in the solo race. And then there's a pairs race where people can go off and in pairs, obviously, somebody does the first lap, then they hand over the tracker and somebody does the second lap. There's lots of people taking this really seriously. They're all warming up and hardly any of them carrying anywhere near the kit I am. So we'll have a bit of a laugh on the way around and we'll see where this other microphone works when we're interviewing people. Got more pick- Mark, are you looking forward to this? I think so, Trevor. I've actually been a bit under the weather this week. So, have you? Yeah, so um, I was looking forward to it when I signed up and now slightly <laughs> uh, a bit of trepidation now. Right, so we've got Lucy and Noah from the Turo Running Club who are doing as a team. So the mixed team, fancy their chances. Lucy, you're going off on the first leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going to go off on a sunny day. Um, it'll be so good. Tactics over seven and a half miles? Uh, go off a little bit faster on the 
flat downhill for the start, but then save some for the hills on the way up to the beacon. Okay. So, uh, Noah, how are you going to know when Lucy's about to come in so you're ready to go? Have you got a time that you're expecting her in? I'm just going to expect her after like 45 minutes at the earliest and then just try to be ready after that. Right, mm. great. Um, how's the handover work? Uh, we just have to switch the ankle strap on the one from my foot to Noah's foot. Okay. Um, so he's going to start warming up at 45. I don't think I'll be in until, yeah, beyond 50, but <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Um, we'll see. It's okay. a new course, so we don't know. All right, well, best of luck anyway. We'll see you on the podium. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we're uh, heading over towards so what I think is the start line. One thing that is happening this year is that People are wearing two numbers so that when you catch somebody up, you know that they're in the solo event. What it doesn't tell you is their age category, which is a bit of a shame because if I catch, there's only five people in my age category, and if I caught one of them up, I'd be really looking to get past them, but I've no idea who they are. It's hard to tell sometimes how old somebody is, and it's not really the thing to do. Say, like, are you old enough to be in my age category as you go past them? Start the watch and uh, the timing chip and not kill anybody with these poles. So there's a huge great gate, but it's closed, so we've got to go around. Uh, either over the stile or around the back. Alright, let's see what we can get here. We've got a little, uh, a little, uh, thank you, Marshall. Thank you, Marshall. Well Give us a big cheer for the podcast, everybody. Hey, love, hey, hey, hey. I'm turn the tables on someone now. Because ahead of me is one of the stalwarts of the Running for Adventure video channel. And I'm just going to ask her how she's getting on the run. Because she probably does this a lot. So, Lekin, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Yeah? Only well, well, not even two miles in, so. Yeah, feeling good. feeling good so far? Yeah, just enjoying the weather more like anything else. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. So where's Lloyd? Is he ahead of us, behind yeah, us? Yeah, he's, he's ahead. He's ahead? Yeah, he kissed goodbye and just went for it. Oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> How romantic. You're, you're not filming today then? No, no. Just enjoying the run? Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, I might not. I thought I'd take this opportunity because the chances are you'll be speeding off in front of me as well. So good luck. Oh, thank you. Good luck, you too. Here's Izzy. Izzy and I around. Well, I saw Izzy on the cousin Jack. I think she finished miles in front of me in there. So, how's this one working out, Izzy? Oh, it's hot today. We're already feeling it. We're only like two miles in. I know. But we have been doing quite a bit of climbing already, though, we haven't have. we? Have. So, yeah, I got my poles ready for when I get too tired. Okay. I've not got them up yet. Okay. And um, yeah, at least we're going to see some good views. We are indeed. <laughs> well, enjoy your run, Izzy. Thank you. You too. Well, I decided today holes out from the word go. Ah. Hi, hey, this is this is breeze compared to X to X. Hi Chinny. Where are you going? You, you're not going the right way. <laughs> you can't go down that way. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. I was just about to gain a hundred places and Chinny spotted me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, good job he was there because I was just casually ambling along. I could see some runners, I couldn't see anything down here. Right, so there we go. <laughs> Another opportunity to be disqualified. On top of the beacon, 
I can see runners you know, going around to the right. Not that they had, so I was following that and and uh, <laughs> they're about they're a loop of the beacon ahead of me. <laughs> that would have been uh, I think my split times would have given away the <laughs> so uh, chinny saved the day there. Well, the first lap was tough, so I'm enjoying the second lap. I think I'm a little bit ahead of the field now. Hey, thanks very much. Do you want to swap? Do you want to swap? Yeah. Is this somebody's homemade flapjack? Yeah. Is it? Wow. So, I know, I'm going to just do that now, actually, quickly. So, I usually carry my own secret recipe flapjack. So, what's your, what's your name? Gosh, Jenny. So Jenny is here on the podcast. I'm just going to try and get her to explain her secret flapjack recipe if she's prepared to reveal it. Oh, I'm sorry, it's a freedom racing secret. It's a freedom you racing have, secret. You have to do the race. You have to do the race to get the flapjack. Oh well, I'm doing the race. I've got it here. <laughs> yeah, well, you can have the flapjack, but not the recipe. Not the recipe. No, okay, exactly. right. Well, well, there. Uh, well. Oh. <laughs> well, I did try, listeners. I did try. But anyway, I'm going to try it now. Oh. Mm, the flapjack is very good. Mm, oh, very good indeed. Well, Tom's mum Jenny. Right, there we go. Tom's mum Jenny, great flapjack. Well, we lost a few places at the aid station, but who cares? Here's number one again. Undercut me and regain the lead at the aid station. And now I've just on this long climb for the advantage of the poles. Jenny's flapjack inside me. Right, so here I am climbing to the top of the beacon from the other side for the second time. So I enjoyed the first lap. This second lap has been a lot better. This is a three lap race, isn't it? I've got one more to go. Thank you, fellas. I need to take a salt tablet at the hour mark. Don't forget. Is anybody else on lap two like me? Round to the right. <laughs> Just going past a house called the Chalet. <laughs> it might have been once, it isn't anymore. <laughs> Massive great thing. On the almost finished. So when this podcast, when I get signed up by Spotify, you know, and they pay me five million pounds. Uh, would I buy that house? Oh, far too pretentious. Mind you, I might be a global podcast superstar then. I'm, I might be turned pretentious without realising it. Ooh. Thank you so much. Lovely day. Can't tell if I'm getting on Lisa or not. She's definitely not getting away from me. Has anybody else come past on the second lap other than me? <laughs> I knew my first lap went quick. Great science and parachutists coming down above our heads. Is this Coke? Marvellous. And it's beautifully warm and flat. Oh, that way, that way, so. I thought it was a little looping back up there. <laughs> Gosh, I'm going to get in the wedding photos here, look. 
There we go, got in the wedding photos. <laughs> oh, it's a photo opportunity, look at this. Oh, photo. You need to get back my back photo as well. Oh, thank you, Marshall, great costume. Oh, Billy. Right, we have with us podcast listener Billy Deacon. I'm just going to ask him what runs he's going to be doing soon. Uh, I've got UTS coming up in four weeks' time, Ultra Trail Snowdenia. Wow. Um, I'm doing the Mad Hatter weird one in June, the laps up at the uh, Royal Cornwall Show. Now, what's that called? The Hourglass. Oh, yes. And uh, then I've got the Boyd. Fantastic. Uh, Billy, the so best of luck. Well, enjoy the rest of your race. Thank you very much. Well, as they all say, we've got about a park run to go. And we're going past the chalet again. Some chalet. I think it's time to try the Cola Gel. Now, this is a new one for me. It's the same talk brand as all the others I'm using. I guess now is a good time to experiment with it because we're less than three miles from the finish. So if it's going to like, make me violently ill or something, well, I should still get home in the five-hour cutoff with a bit of luck. And now we're looking down on the rugged north coast it has been a gloriously good day weather-wise without doubt I imagine the best year of the, the best year the best day of the year so far I can hear an aeroplane Thank you. What a beautiful day. That's right, guys. I've got plenty of time. It's okay. You say, don't you fall down. Go and get out of my way. <laughs> that wouldn't be good fun. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, 14 miles just about with my watch beeps in a few minutes, second. So I just got to get back to the airfield and then we're done. We've done two laps. So just need to uh, capture the full, uh, full of this Marshall bell ringing. Look at that. Thank you. I was on the wedding photograph earlier. I know. I'm going to follow him up here. I'll grow to the top. Oh, so I'm. If I stay on this side, following these ladies, I'll end up at the hog roast at the wedding reception. Apparently, no one will ever notice that I'm not dressed like for a wedding. I don't think I should actually. I don't, the cutoff's not for a couple of hours, so. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's very kind of you, sir. Someone's just offered me a glass of Pims, but I'm a highly tuned athlete, so I've got to turn it down, but that's very kind of you. Right, we've got the uh, downhill wide shale loose rocky bit now. We'll go down to the bottom and then we'll run across the front of the chimney. 
15 miles, three hours 28. All right, we're at the top of the wooden step, so. Time to clean the glasses one more time. And we're back on the kind of runway thing. Oh, 14, 15.45. Far to go, 300 yards. Right, we'll see if we can pick up the massive crowd at the finish. Can we hear the cheers for the podcast? All right, there we go, finished uh, 3.41.35 on the watch, including, of course, going back down that road and back up it again to look for my thing. So it would have probably broken 3.40 without that. So anyway, there we go. And we've got a KVK cowbell. What a great idea. There you go, you can hear it ringing. All right, that'll do for the recording. Okay. Over and out. Right, that's it for another episode, folks. So there we go. So I hope the sound was okay towards the end when I lost the little muffler thing. So I will get another one. So my next run is called Run Like Hell. That's my next run, and that will be on Saturday, April 29th. It's the first run of the new Bizvican people, Martin and Sarah. So I'm going to support that. So if you're listening to this, chances are you can still get into that. So it's uh, four miles back out and back from the Hellsmouth Cafe uh, up near Goodrevy on the North Cornwall Coast Path. So get out there, sign up for that, and I'll see you then. <laughs>